0: welcome to trust the bachelor process a podcast where bachelor super fans and sisters alex and sarah discuss all things bachelor nation typically with a glass of rosé in hand our two true passions so sit back with us sip rosé with us and enjoy the journey with us Everything smells so good. Everyone looks so nice. And hey, hey, happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this has been great. See you later. Um. Jk. Jk. Lol. Sarah and I have a tradition. Uh, to. Uh. Where we spend every Thanksgiving day watching all of the episodes, of the Thanksgiving episodes from Friends. So. Just giving you guys a little taste uh, to bring joy to you and yours on your Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> um, first of all, thank you so much for joining us on your Thanksgiving. Hi, how are you? You must be so busy. Hopefully, you're listening to this while you're like mashing potatoes or chopping up whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes, potato, <laughs> eating potatoes. There's so many dog. things, so many things you can, so many great things that can be done with a potato. Yeah. If you're just like home alone on Thanksgiving, we hear you, we see you, we love you, we miss you, and maybe we can keep you company while you eat. Yeah. And I think there, I was listening to another podcast today. I was listening to Keep It and um, Louie Verdell, who's a podcast personality who I love was just like, you know, there are really, really incredible special things about being alone. He's like, I love eating alone. I love watching movies alone. Like, so if he's like, if you are alone on Thanksgiving, there are little ways that you can treat yourself to make it special. So I want to just steal that and part that onto everyone else. Like, if you're alone today, do a little something for yourself to make it special. Like, I don't know. Maybe wear a top that you love, that you know you look really beautiful in, or yeah. watch all every Thanksgiving episode of Friends. Something to make it a treat. That is true. I mean, because I am quarantined with my husband, who doesn't like Friends. So, like, mm-hmm. I envy everyone alone that can watch Friends <laughs> today, right? Oh my watch. god! He doesn't like Friends. No. <laughs> does he like Does he like friendship? Yeah. 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 He loves friendship. He loves. Good. Just checking. Very pro friendship. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, now that we have you here, you guys, should we chat about this episode of the bachelorette? Yes, please. All right. So we start off with Chris Harrison, letting the guys know that we've learned one thing about Noah from last episode, and that is, Tasha likes bold moves. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, I was pointing along with Alex. <laughs> I find this to be a trend of all bachelorettes. if I'm being honest. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, a lot of gentlemen took the note, and we're specifically going to see that a little bit later. Uh, One guy worked out pretty pretty well for the other guy. Not so much, but that wasn't his fault. It was, I think, a mean producer trick. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was hilarious. Uh It was hilarious, but it was mean. (laughs) It was so mean. Um, Okay, but I, Sarah, okay, the first challenge in this episode, I think you and I would have killed at it, which was- yeah, yeah, yeah. I making I, a song. Up I for don't Tatia. know why people are always so afraid of this one. This it's is just, like this to me is way easier than like the sports challenges. Yes, I like I will crawl into my skin like at a sports challenge. But if you give me a songwriting challenge, like I will for seize that. the day. Yeah, like we would have had a choreographed dance. Mm It would have been good. I like, I'm still triggered by the sight of like a dodgeball game. So like anything that, or like kickball. Which I played as an adult, like in a league. and I joined the league for like a day, and I went to kick the ball, and I missed, and I fell on my back, and then I was done forever. (laughs) Oh, I don't even remember that. It was like that, or like, or I tripped over it and I. Oh, this would happen! I ran like into the ball and I went fly. Like my body flew across. All right. Well, I mean, the only reason that I ended up joining the league was because there were fun drinks afterwards at a (laughs) bar that I don't believe. uh, I don't even think it survived pre-pandemic. It was this old bar called Happy Ending. It was a really fun bar, though, but. T B yeah. yeah, or um R I P because like we'll fun drink we'll R. I. P. Fun. again. I'm not sure it ever will. Yeah, but nonetheless, <laughs> these guys are more sports people because this challenge really, really fucked them up. I thought it was so funny when Kenny heard Zach's song and was like, oh shit. He can ride <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I thought that was hilarious too.
1: Oh um, man.
0: Who did you think actually had the best song? Uh Damar. Damar, hands she down, Damar easily Demar. She really had the best song. And she mocha to- latte was like so catchy, so good. I know, I know, and she gave it to Ivan, who is sweet, and obviously that you know they had a very impactful date. Like I think a very very good date. Oh my but god, I can't wait to talk about it. But well, Demar- let's get into it. I mean. Well, I just want to say one thing before we get into it. I think that DeMar, even though he had the best song, I think it was Ivan's thing to lose because I think she was fully planning on having Ivan go on that date. Okay, that's a really, really So good as long as, like, Ivan didn't, like, shit the bucket or whatever that's called, <laughs> whatever that saying is, I think he was fully – like, the intention was for him to be on that day because – Freaking Damar, he was, like, throwing back old school. Like, he knew about JPJ. He shaded him in a really funny, yeah, it funny was, way. Yeah, it was so, so good. Okay, that's a really good point. Because, like, I don't know. I, like, the thing that's always, and this is, like, Kelly Flanagan. Is that her last name? Mm-hmm. Her, like, argument on Peter's season is just, like, why does everything have to be so serious all the time? Like, don't you just want to, like, have fun with the person that you're going to be with? And Damar is so that. But... Mm-hmm. Ivan's obviously great. Okay, so this was a pretty groundbreaking date uh, in terms of The Bachelor. I think in terms of all reality TV that I'm used to watching. Because I think we're so used to these people living in this bubble where, like, real-world events don't impact their day-to-day lives. Well, like, clearly, or COVID couldn't even impact this season, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that... Well, but now it's just, like, the reality of the world, like, has permeated this bubble. And it was, like, a really I, – I thought it was, like, a really beautiful conversation about race. And I thought that it was really interesting that both of them came from uh, places where, um, like, they happen to often be the only, um, like, black people in their yeah. town. Um, and I thought that it was really interesting because we're so used to seeing Tasha so guarded. And this was the first time that we saw her break down her walls. And she wasn't super articulate, but I think that's, oh, it's so okay because I just don't think she's used to ha- having these conversations. I think the, like how emotional she got basically said it all. And it was almost like maybe for the first time in this world, Mm -hmm. she was given the opening. 100%. To feel that and and to express it. Um, Yeah. I didn't like that she had like the perfect statement on deck. I like that we just kind of got raw emotion from her. I really appreciated that. I think everything that Ivan talked about was really brave to talk about on a show, especially like this. You know, this is the most – well done we've ever seen a difficult conversation mm-hmm. happen on on a show and it's because it actually came from vulnerable real place it wasn't chris harrison mm-hmm. reading off like prompts and like asking everyone discussion questions and like you know it was just two people that we and we saw we saw the whole progression of their night right so we saw them like have fun together be flirty be cute and then that led to like Oh, okay like more kind of third date conversation <laughs> if you will and then and then open up into like this really really raw place and you just saw this whole night progress that way um it was it was pretty amazing to yeah. watch and i I think- cried i cried yeah. when he was talking about his brother it like yeah. it like really hit me in, in a spot i just thought it was um i just think ivan is incredible and i think that he because he brings out the side in Tayshia that we've never seen before. We kind of always seen the polished side. Like, and I really, really adored what we saw of her last night, that I, he's who I want to win. I mean. Yeah. I love, I yeah. Together. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's who you want to be in a marriage. Like you want to be yeah. with somebody who lets you mm-hmm. feel and open up and, and, you know, that you can actually talk about this stuff with, um, yeah, I think people learned a lot. I think it was really impactful. I am really happy ha- that the show just like showed the conversation there, you know, um, there was one part of this date that I thought was incredibly inauthentic. And can you guess what, what part it was, Sarah? The giant Sunday? No, those <laughs> pillow fights came pre-broken. Those oh pillows. yeah. It was just like all feathers. Also like, <laughs> no. You're not doing that in my bed. No, no way. No. And also like it all like I started off like, oh, they're just going to chill out and it's actually going to be a Friday Friday night in and I was just like, oh, I like that this is like just a real actual date night. And then the first thing Tasha does is like, okay, carpet is lava, carpet is lava. And it came out of nowhere and it was so weird and it was almost like like, listen, I love a good carpet is lava game as much as the next guy. But it was like she was trying I'm to excited. manufacture her being like a cool, fun chick. She's like I know. That's like it literally went from like, this night is gonna be exactly what I do on Friday nights. Do the before! I know. It was know. so that was like but then I thought it was cute when she forgot the menu and he was like, You did this on purpose and then like they got through to me i like cracked a smile um i also like though i have never played i have not played twister since i was like nine i do think twister is a good excuse like if you really like somebody and you're new and you're dating like it's a good way to like get close (laughs) i played twister in college and it was always like very exciting if your crush was playing Oh my God. Oh God. I'm like excited thinking about it. I'm going to like maybe ask Charlie if he wants to play later or something. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, have one. to get, <laughs> get, uh, what is it called? <laughs> I already forgetting what it's called. Twister. I Twister. Twister. <laughs> <You> already <laughs> forgot what Twister Yeah, I guess I I have, like, a Nemo memory right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, he obviously gets the rose. Very happy to see him um, move forward. And I'm very happy to see their relationship progress. Um, In terms of manufactured dates, like, this, like, Sydney and Becca show up? Why did they? Why did they? Obviously, I'm, like, so upset about how many people are coming into the bubble because now it's, like, not a bubble. But, like, I – like, I d- – they didn't need to be there for that. <laughs> no, they did not. I got to say, it was fun watching – I agree with you. And from a moral standpoint, Sarah, I'm like, no, keep keep the bubble safe. But <laughs> it was sort of fun watching just a couple of girlfriends laugh together. Yeah, that's true. It's it's generally right now, anytime I see people enjoying themselves, I'm happy to see it because I find that really difficult to do these days. Also, I thought both women looked beautiful. Like, yeah. oh my God, they both look amazing. Yeah. That's the best I've ever seen them look. Did you, uh, you see did you see Garrett has a girlfriend already oh god <laughs> She's like I a literally Holy Lauren like look alike or whatever that girl's name is yeah I saw that and I was like oh good riddance Becca like you dodged a bullet yeah, because he on. just he just wanted like another right-wing crazy person so yeah. he could justify his hatred for others um Bye. Like yeah, the I don't, yeah. This whole, like Becca's going to teach me how to be a better person. Like, you know, Becca, that's not your job. So. No, it's fully not her job. And I also like, sorry, I'm getting triggered from that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but like, I'm just, I I'm remembering his excuse for when he ended up liking all of those horrific memes, like the one that was making fun of, um, the parkland kids and he was like yeah and his excuse was i didn't think that pressing heart on a uh on an instagram would hurt so many people's feelings and like that's not an excuse for what you did garrett like you think that way like yeah, you it's think really it's not, okay it's really not about the fact that you even liked it like it's, it's more that it's, it's not that you physically liked it. It's that yes. like in your brain, you actually- You agree. It. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. It just, ugh. okay. Well, I'm so glad he is out of ours and Becca's yeah, life forever. And he's done. He's done. I, I, I don't follow him on anything. I think I saw Reality Steve post it. So Yeah, I saw somebody post it and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, and I did think they offered pretty good commentary uh, for this very bizarre date, which was truth or dare. Yeah. I guess it's, it's actually like kind of a fun group date. I think I kind of like that. Like, okay, first you have to do all these dares and you have to do the truths. I actually thought I was going to throw up when I had to watch them drink the smoothies. Like when yeah. they read the ingredients, I had a very difficult time like keeping my food down. I'm not like, it was, that was really hard to watch. The like weird proposed, the proposal was strange. The I did okay, it might be slightly problematic, but I laughed out loud so much at the orgasm over the speaker. Like specifically Bennett. Do you recall what Bennett said when he was fake climaxing? <laughs> No. So he's making the noises. He's making the sex noises. And in the middle of, like, the throes of passion, he's like, don't worry about that. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, you, I, oh, oh, my God. You. The feelings on Bennett are just like, I don't know. Like, because he makes me laugh a lot. and So often, much. But I obviously don't want him to win or, like. No. I well because think- I've I have things to say on his like okay. moment with Tasha, But Okay. Well, I guess I can just say it now. He fully okay, yeah. left that girl at the altar, right? <laughs> oh my God. Do you think so? Yes, because how he was talking about it, every time he brought it up, like kind of the timing, he's like, I was fully geared up for a wedding, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it was like She was like, oh, so you were like engaged and you were going to marry this girl. And he's like, yes, I was very close to doing (laughs) like, like it was like, he left her at the altar. I'm pretty sure he just didn't show up. Oh my God. I mean, I did think it was a little weird when he whispered, like he was almost like he was trying to get himself off mic about how hard it was to talk about. He like Uh, mouthed it. He like mouthed it. that was that girl's definitely in a wedding dress in a church all eyes on her music playing nobody's there (laughs) hey if any listeners like have the actual tea on what went down can you please slide into our dms because this is like really important information yeah yeah I, i mean wowza um, but the, the beginning of the date was like very fun, a lot of games, but then the after, after the date, we saw like a lot of really real, um, conversations. These, all of these conversations were incredible. That's why I thought that this was so good because it, much like Ivan's date, everyone had fun together. You joked around, you were goofy, you were mm-hmm. able to like let loose. It was essentially an icebreaker, no matter how manufactured Flora's Lava or dares or whatever it is, are that by the time you want to get into like the realness of it, you're already like your nerves are cal- are calmed at this point. You all just made fool of yourselves. And then once you're having fun with somebody, it's so much easier to like feel flirty and open and all this stuff. So I, it, the progression made so much sense. And that, and it yeah. obviously worked because everybody talked about something intimate in some way and Nana yeah felt like tonight I'm telling Tasha the thing that I have been waiting to tell her it my, all my trauma story, story. Yeah. yeah it all <laughs> happened naturally yeah. yeah and I thought Taisha asked like really good questions I, I mean she ended up sending him home but she like was kind of straight up with Kenny and she was just like why do you make a lot of jokes like what's hurting, <laughs> like, yeah. hurting? Well, you're gonna be normal when you meet my parents <laughs> It, yeah. Um I thought Demar's conversation about like his fear about entering into, into marriage based on his experience with his parents was like incredibly brave and like so beautifully spoken about. Zach was really sweet when he was talking about he was just like, I'm closed off around you because. I'm nervous around you and I don't think yeah. you have to overthink it. I just like think you're pretty and <laughs> yeah, you're clearly gearing up because he has a one on one next week and he got the rose. This oh week. my gosh, yeah, like yeah. that was good. Like, she, you know, he, oh yeah, she got pretty real with Riley because she was like, Oh, you are somebody who is like really driven and motivated and have an incredible career. And she's like, and I understand what that time takes, but are you going to be able to prioritize a family um when the time comes? And I that's a that's a real ass question because like you wanna <laughs> it's like uh that's real life stuff. That's and that's something that you do need to talk about before entering into like a union with each other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know. It's especially if you plan on having children and it's like okay, who's taking care of the kids? Like, Who's doing what? Yeah.
1: Um, Tasha's
0: got, Tasha's got busy in the beauty and lifestyle space where she travels for business and pleasure. She's got to travel. Girl's got to travel. Yeah. So Zach ultimately gets it. Again, I think it was a really good choice. It's like fun to start seeing things like get real. Um, gets, gets the rose, you mean? Yeah. What did I say? You said Zach finally gets it. Oh, gets the rose. (laughs) I was like, yeah, and he gets it. (laughs) And he gets it. Oh, my God. So then, like, you've got the other two that weren't on the date. Ben is losing his mind. He's, like, in his room, like, she thinks I'm the worst. (laughs) Like, he actually said that. Oh, I know he is losing it. Charlie is so funny because he was like, we were watching it concurrently and he was texting me and I, this went totally over my head, but he pointed it out. He was so nervous by the time he got to Tasha's room that she was like, oh, do you need water or anything? And he's like, no, thanks. I've had plenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. like in general. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. To- <laughs> he was fully losing it. He was so, so nervous. I mean, I still like him. I think he's really cute and really nice. No, and obviously, like, he listened to the note. He, you know, like, like Chris said, Taysha likes bold Chris moves. said bold. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and they and kissed so and she was really into it poor little untried um i got ed also took the note uh i actually done dirty i actually laughed a lot at this and then harrison was like do you want to just come in he was like yeah sure why not (laughs) (laughs) i think ed would truly i mean i i don't like that he ingratiated himself in a drama with chasen last week but like I think Ed would be a great boyfriend. Like he's just kind of down for whatever. He's got a good sense of humor about himself. I kind of like Ed too. I know the drama with Chasen was annoying, and you know what's more annoying about it is that they. I'm more annoyed at producers because they made it such a huge mega deal, and now Chasen's gone the next week. I know. Bye Why bye, did Chasen. you invest us in these two people butting heads? Just when we knew Chasen was leaving the next day. I mean, they always. Do that. Remember Blake and Waboom? Like No, I, but Alex, we didn't do it immediately. I mean, that was a build-up. Blake and Waboom were fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Then the two had to go home at the same time. This yeah. was like, we did an entire episode of these two guys fighting, and then now we're done. Like And then, like, nothing of their relationship, nothing in this episode, and now Jason's gone. It's like, yeah. you just, I'm just, like, upset about last week. I, I think it was one of those episodes where they just needed to, like, fill a week, but it felt like a huge waste of my time. <laughs> 100%. Okay. I'm with you. Thank you. Um, I also think uh, that Ed um, – oh, this was the most likable that we've seen Chris Harrison – signing guys butts and like kicking it around with uh yeah, with like Chris Harrison like in a hoodie eating crab legs <laughs> I liked when uh Ed in like the final credits like kind of called him out he's like oh by the way can you knock <laughs> like-, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you talking about he's like well you don't knock you just walk in and then he's <laughs> like oh God, okay. (laughs) We're just, we're not expecting it. It'd be nice if we knew someone was about to enter. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was fun. I think he took it in jest, and I thought it was like a silly conversation. I like, Much like I like to see Taysha unguarded, I also like to see that version of Chris because we only know like the very buttoned up like attempt at humor Chris. I think Chris, I think that what we're seeing is Chris Harrison. Mm -hmm. And I think his relationship with Lauren Zima has allowed him to show us that more because Mm -hmm. she is so goofy and so silly that I think that she, it gives him permission to be the same. And I'm sure she you know, has had, not saying she's had influence, but I'm sure like, it's just kind of like helped him like show us that side for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, I like that she's bringing that out in him because I think that's a good look on him. Oh my God. Me too. I love it. Like, I love thinking, we know that he like brings his son to school. Like I love thinking about him being a dad, just like a silly dad with like dad jokes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, like, all about it. I like, like are, we love like Chris Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I This is a huge switch for me because I – not that I don't I, – it's not that I've never liked him. Sarah, you've gone on record saying you hate him. <laughs> I'm just, like, done with the button-ups. So like, I'm just, like, you're giving me the same thing every season. I need you – I need you to loosen up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope we, you know, I think also just because of, you know, the nature of it being a quarantine season, um, we're seeing more of him. And I think the more you see somebody, the more you know of somebody. And so I think also just the, sc- like, the more of screen time he's given is also just allowed us to see other shades of him. Uh, but, like, I don't need you coming in at the last second being like, Gentlemen, this is the last rose tonight. Like I don't care. We know when the last rose is. Well, and that's what's been so frustrating is for so for so many seasons, that's all we were getting of him. I mean, whose season was it? It was uh before Colton's like Becca's season, it felt like he was like getting pushed out. Like he was not mm-hmm. around. And then Colton's season, he became he like got more into it because he was there the night of the fence jump, and we saw Chris Harrison get called in and like have to go look for him so like that moment mm-hmm. changed a lot of things for him because I think he I don't know if he was getting pushed out or he like wanted to leave but he was like not in the episodes and he did yeah. show up exactly like you said final roads out of nowhere or just kind of like whatever piecemeal and now like Now he's actually, yeah, ingrained in this process. Yeah, I like it. I also, I just want to point out, for the record, Chris Harrison was a real hero on Colton's season because when Cassie went away and Colton's like, I gotta get her, I gotta get her back. And Chris Harrison was kind of straight up like, yo, do you think she's just like not that into you? (laughs) Are you sure she likes you at all? (laughs) Which is like, I'm sorry. I think the thing that Colton needed to hear, but of course he refused to listen to it, and they ended up playing aggression as romance. So we all know that how that ended because now Cassie has a restraining order against him. Apparently it's been lifted, but like, I know I'm, I I have said it, I said it, from the start that I think Colton has some demons and I was very, very worried about him being The Bachelor and Mm -hmm. I feel very justified in feeling that way. Because I was not, I just will never forget having to watch him break down on Paradise and I was like, this is a man, this is a very, very troubled man, Mm -hmm. a very troubled person that really needs help. Help, he just needs help, right? Yeah." he's drawn to very good people like Mm -hmm. i think his heart and his intentions are good but he needs he there's something there's something that's not like connecting for him, and I and I've always and I've been worried about him, and so I yeah. hope he's seeking the help that he needs now. Yeah, I think I like loved him while his season was on, and you, like, did. you did. And now, hindsight, like, <laughs> it was just like, oh, that whole thing was wrong. It's just so funny how you know you changed with the times. Uh, like, who would have yeah. thought we would have been sitting here singing Chris Harrison's phrases? You know, for I the know. last five minutes. I mean, to be fair, like he also like how they like. Colton was like a manly man and like they his whole season played into like toxic masculinity. Yep. Uh... All right. <laughs> yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. So okay, I want to talk about Noah. So we're like in the rosewood okay. cocktail party. I don't know, Alex. I I'm, I'm conflicted. I still mm-hmm. think I like Noah generally. I think he's young. I think he's one of the youngest guys, right? He's like 25. Mhm. I I don't think he's just like a little punk, but it I don't think he should have told Taisha that. Right? Thinks that her decision making is poor. Well, because it's untrue. Like he kind (laughs) of twisted something that Easy said. So when Taisha goes to confront them, they're all kind of like, "Wait, what is she actually talking about?" (laughs) Like they had no idea. Dude, it's not that we don't trust Taysha's. like, it's, this is not us mad at Taysha. This is us thinking that you're annoying. <laughs> like, we don't want to hang out with you. Anymore. Yeah, like, as the wise the Sage Bennett said, they're not on The Babysitter, okay? They're on The Bachelorette. I didn't have a couple. There's zero percent chance you end up with Taysha, and I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that, but we all know it. <laughs> wait. Yeah, no, that's, that's so. That's what Bennett said. He had like a kind of a, a few, a few gems. I think another jab he uh, he threw was hey, uh, Noah, imagine having a conversation with a 14-year-old and understand that that's how I feel about you right now. <laughs> he was, <laughs> like, jumped in and was like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my goodness. I don't know. Then <laughs> it's nuts, but I like having him there. I mean, um, he's a dork, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, he's I, just, like dorky. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think that Noah is, like, a smug little, like, 25-year-old hot guy that, he, that this really hot girl is into. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I, I miss the stash. What did Bennett call it? He called it something, like, so funny. A skid mark. A skid mark above his upper lip. <laughs> yeah, he called it a skid mark. I, I think he looks hotter without it. Uh, oh, no, I miss it. I want it back. Oh, I think he kind of looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <gasps> without, without it. Sarah, I feel like you're manipulating me right now. I'm because, not. Because I you, know, I you know. I know what I know about you know me. how I feel about JTT. I, this is mean. This is mean the because now. It's too hard for you to, it's too hard for you to like. Think about that because you have somebody else in your life. So in order mm. to protect yourself, you <laughs> needed to like the mustache. The mustache, right. He's, if it's too JTT, I'll love you too much. Yeah, exactly. My heart belongs to one man. Uh, so <laughs> I am fully shocked by three of the four men that were sent home. Okay. I am devastated that Joe is gone. Yeah. Joe, Joe is one of them. It, again, Mind exploded when Jason was. Sent yeah, it was like okay. Remember this major character? Like he's not going to be on the show at all, other if than he, when like. If, like yeah. What Game of Thrones used to do to us. Just like kill off the main character. Wow! Oh my gosh! Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Game of Thrones. Well, they all die. So. Not all of them. Not and then them. I'm also surprised Kenny gets sent home. Not that I like Kenny or enjoy him, but I I was. I, it felt like three. Well, sorry. It felt like two guys that were constantly on my TV mm-hmm. are now gone. Mm-hmm. And then Joe is just incredible. And that was like, you know what, Tasha, you do have poor decision making. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing we're getting down to the wire here. So, like, we're going to have to start saying goodbye to some of the men that we love, you know? Yeah. But, like, couldn't that have been like Blake? Not that I love yeah. Blake. Well, that's like, so funny. Why is Blake still there? Why is Ed still there? It's very weird. Yeah. They've like fully, well, not Ed. Ed is a, Ed is a player, not for Tasha, but in terms of our yeah. t- television personality. Um, but Blake has like completely faded into the background, which was so, which is so crazy because he was like the main, like the main guy with Claire other than obviously Dale. Um, Chris Harrison, no, no, not Chris. Sorry, Reality Steve posted something on Twitter. It was somebody sent him a picture of Blake's senior superlative, and it was like most likely to um, live in his parents' basement for the rest of his life. Oh man, first of all, that's an awful superlative. Like, I think that is so fucked. (laughs) And obviously, he's He's fine. Superlatives in general in high school should not exist because they hurt people's yes. feelings. <laughs> always, always. Nothing but, we ended up having them but like everyone was like a joke and it was tailored to like the individual and that okay, made everybody same, feel special. Same with my high school but they were still pretty mean. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they were always making, I mean mine was like, I was terrible at volleyball and like it was like most likely to like go to the Olympics or volleyball but like, <laughs> I, like, if you have something humor about yourself, like, that's funny. I don't know. Yeah, no, they were funny. They were funny, but they were also mean. But you did have, they, the, um, like, um, you had to sign off on yours. Like, you had to say that you were okay with it going. Oh, I think that's a good process. I like that. It was. But again, they were still very, very mean. Because you (laughs) get like, manipulated into it. Like, I think that that happened to one of the girls. Like, I think she got, like, like she had like a boyfriend that she was very serious with and now they are married and have beautiful children together. But at the time, like people were making fun of her because I guess she was like talking about him a lot and they were like, most likely to text your boyfriend all day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <something> like that. <laughs> I actually um. recently found my yearbook online. Like Ooh. I don't, I don't know. And I like, I flipped through the whole thing because I don't have one with me. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I can't. I, Mom sent me a picture of mine, and I had a Maya Angelou quote. And I was like, oh, this is a very good quote. Uh, and it's something oh, like, life takes us to like unknown places, or <laughs> like, I don't know. My quote is from Glee, the TV show. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was yours again? It all started with the mouse or something. <laughs> What? Never mind. That's that's Walt Disney's quote. Um <laughs> what's the yeah, no. mine was the only way life worth living is one you're truly passionate about. Oh, delightful. I mean, I completely disagree, but uh <laughs> we can unpack we can unpack that uh later offline. Um Elizabeth Gilbert actually gets a talk about it, um, about passion. Mm-hmm. But I'm reading Big Magic right now. Oh, book changed my entire life. I know. And Alex, I had to take a little bit of a break. Oh, okay. Because I was getting – and I know that she gets into this, but I was like – I was getting very, very stressed out over the fact that I didn't have something that I like liked enough to want to like – Okay, do. sis. <laughs> I am going to send you – I am going to send you – she literally gives a talk on passion and how it's dangerous to tell people, follow your passion, follow your passion, follow your passion, because a lot of people don't necessarily have – a passion for something and then like basically what she ends up getting to by the end is don't lead with your passion lead with curiosity yeah. Um and how and that should I, yeah I think I could tell I was getting there mm-hmm. but I but I was like I just like need a minute and so I just of course like, <laughs> of course hey put it down it's all good um but what an episode um I'm sad, Sarah, that I'm not going to be with you on Thanksgiving., uh, but uh, it's, it's nice to first spend, time in so long. First time in so long, but it's been nice to spend it uh, with you uh, over Zoom via talking about the Bachelor at because I can't think of anything else I'm more grateful for. I totally agree. Although tonight I posted on Instagram that I'm thankful for Instagram. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> That's great. Uh... I'm I grateful for Bachelorette, um, Instagram, and Pumpkin Spice latte. <laughs> good. And those That's are good. all That's good things good. that I'm grateful for. It's a good list. Um, and you, Alex. Uh, and you, Sarah. And friends and friends and friendship and friendships (laughs) and (laughs) all of you guys here's a cheers here's a cheers um oh wait do i know it oh no shit (laughs) oh no it's like a cheers of and then it ends in like and it ends you talk about ships the entire time like in terms of a boat but then it ends with like the best ships are friendships oh yikes okay um, well why don't we just land on an on an actual cheers? Uh, I have uh some bomb beef hearts spiked seltzer and you have nothing. I have, have this cup of pens and shows oh, okay cheers to that cheers. happy Thanksgiving love you happy Thanksgiving. Much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please write and subscribe. And of course, the journey doesn't end here. Follow us on social media at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin and at Alex Ryan Frank. We'll see you later. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung. And we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media. Or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.